0: Welcome to hashtag love yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self love. On today's episode, we're going to talk about uh, what self-love is and how we can be better at loving ourselves, because I think that um, our society and cultures have gotten away from what actual self-love is, and we're not taught it as children, and we're not executing it as adults, and then we are searching for love within everything and everyone else, and um, we're ending up Uh, burnt out at the end of the day, when we don't receive what we think we need, when we have this endless stream of love within ourselves that we can tap into. um, And then everyone else is just a blessing. Everyone else just flows easily. And we love each other naturally because we love ourselves. So um, with no further ado, I'm just going to dive into the topics today. So um, what is self-love? Like if I have to explain someone else. If someone's like, well, what does self-love mean to you? Um, And if you look up in the dictionary, what love is in general, love is like an affection and admiration and like a a passion for someone else, right? Um, But if you turn that towards yourself, if you um, have affection and admiration and passion for yourself, um, think of what a beautiful thing that is, right? Because the person that knows you the best inside and out, right? The only person that knows you actually the very best is you. So if the best person to actually love and add, have all this admiration is yourself. And what a beautiful thing that is. And so it's funny that we're kind of like, we walk into the world and we like are like, we grow up and are taught it backwards, right? Because, um, with all of the knowing of the self and all the truths, right, of the self, then we really truly are the best ones to be able to love ourselves. Um, so, um, how, how do we go ahead and do that? So, you know, my journey, everybody's journey is going to be so unique, but my journey was that I grew up in a family where, um, uh, I wasn't uh, really that versed in in taking care of myself. I was versed in taking care of everybody else, and um, it was a really codependent dynamic in my childhood. And um, so, when I noticed as a child, I was a very small child, that if I could raise other people's vibrations, if I could just make them happy enough, um, it really felt good to me. Like I felt worthy and I felt complete when. I could make everyone else around me happy. Um, and sometimes it was a really big challenge. Um, my mom struggled with depression and mental illness for many years of my childhood. And um, so sometimes it was a really big task to get her to smile or to get her to be able to uh, love and, and show uh, you know her, her expression of love towards me. And so it became an addiction where I wanted to do it with everybody that I met. I wanted to find their love for me at all costs. And and sometimes it would be at the cost of them being really abusive emotionally to me. And I just ended up falling into relationship after relationship that way. And now as an adult, and now um, hitting my twin flame journey, I'm recognizing that it's not anybody else's job. I mean, I knew that it wasn't anybody else's job for a while, but the twin flame journey really kicked it into gear for me that Um, It's not only not anybody else's job, it's essential for me singularly to provide myself with love because in the end, if I want to be able to love others properly and if I want to be able to raise the vibration of this planet with love, I can only do that if I'm holding myself first primarily in the vibration of love. So since that's my purpose and that's my job, now it's finding ways to do that. And so you guys are going to go on that journey with me because out of all my research, I want to share that with you um, because I know there's other people out there that are either on their twin flame journeys or they are also just wanting to love themselves. They're wanting to escape the pain of codependent relationships and. And just being turned away from people that don't know how to love themselves, so then they in turn can't give them the love, right? Um, it's just a vicious cycle. So um, I'm glad you guys are with me on this. And so, like I said, like I don't know everything in this moment, but we're going to learn together. And every time I find something new, we're going to put out a new podcast and um, we're going to enjoy this beauty because I have found so much beauty in this self-love journey. It has been probably the most mind-blowing and the most like joyful and the most precious, beautiful love that I've ever experienced in my whole life. And I am so excited that I get to bring this to all of you. So first things I wanted to kind of talk about was self-care. So um, that's kind of like one of like the main staples of self-love is you really have to when you're loving yourself, you have to be able to take care of yourself, right? You have to do those self-care things so that you can breathe and You know, shine your light of love, right? If you're not taking care of yourself, it's just like in the airplane. I love that analogy when they're saying, you know, that um, when the air masks drop down, put yours on before you even help anyone else, before you help your child, the elderly person next to you. Because if you're trying to struggle to put theirs on and then you pass out, like how much help are you going to be, right? You're not going to be helpful. Um, And that's the same thing as when you. Um, aren't loving yourself, and you're not taking care of yourself, you really aren't a value to anybody else. You think that you are by spinning your wheels and running and doing all the things that they need, but that really burns people out, and it's burnt me out in my life. Um, it's made me resent other people because I wasn't giving myself the love, and then I was expecting them to give me love because I was giving all my love to them, and you know, it just doesn't work that way. That's not how this works. So, so self-care is... Um, I mean, it can be different for every single person, but mainly it's going to be things that you do to care for yourself. So it can be um, that relaxing bubble bath at the end of the day to help you unwind. It can be, um, you know, that that chocolate bar that you divulge in that just gives you, like, that moment of, like, bliss after your meal, you know? I mean, everybody's going to have a different thing. Um, it could be spending, um, you know, an hour just sitting on the couch in silence by yourself, just thinking or dreaming or whatever, several different things. Um, it could be, um, you taking time, um, with your, one of your loved ones and just, um, you know, sitting down with a cup of tea and talking. Um, it could be, You know, there's so many things. Dancing, you could turn on the music and just dance. Some people love that. Um, Sitting down with pen and paper, writing, journaling. Um, It could be your creativity, letting that flow um, through artistic expression. There's so many things that you do for self-care, just like when you have to take care of yourself physically, right? So um, we know that we have to brush our teeth to keep them clean and to keep them without cavities so that we don't have pain in our mouth. Um, And that's something taking care of yourself physically, um, same thing with um, we have to take showers because we don't want to stink and, you know, all those kind of things. That's a physical self-care. Um, and we we have those ones all down, but it's the mental and emotional ones that I think that we kind of sometimes let go of the responsibility and say, oh, well, those aren't as necessary as brushing your teeth every day and doing the shower. But really, it truly is because your mind is powerful. Your mind and your emotions are what's creating your vibration is what's essentially attracting your whole life um, around you and what's creating your reality. So it is just as important as brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, taking a shower, making sure that you clean your home, right? It's the same kind of thing, but we just um, have been brought up to think of it differently. And this podcast is is hopefully um, sharing that with you, sharing that it is not um, uh, something that is less important, right? That's what I hope to shine light on. Um, so next thing that I was thinking is l- just be gentle with yourself throughout this process, right? Because I think there's a lot of times where we're so hard, we're like perfectionists, or we're, we hear other people's voices in our heads that are critics, but we also like talk to ourselves critically in our minds, and we are not, we're hard on ourselves. Like um, for example, I'm gonna sh- share something that's very vulnerable for me is that making this video, I've been wanting to do this kind of stuff for a very long time. It's been on my mind for months, weeks, and like actually probably I wanted to start this for years, Um, I really maybe wasn't in the best spot until after like, you know, I've learned a lot more now I'm like in this whole journey that I'm on and I've learned so much, but, um, you know, I've been wanting to do it. And one thing that keeps, holds me back is my worry that like, I don't know what I'm talking about or what if, um, my house is too dirty in the background. Um, and, or what if I don't look pretty enough on screen or, you know, all these things, or if I don't know how to do the recording and, I just went through a seminar today where they told me, you're going to bump and you're going to fumble and you need to just get, get going, like just do it. And you're going to learn through the process. And so I think that that's the beautiful part of it, right? Is that if you can talk to yourself in that way, that you don't have to have everything figured out right now. You don't have to be doing everything perfect. Just accept yourself the way you are in this moment and that you actually are like, Searching for self-love and that's enough, right? Like, and even if you're not like searching for it, just breathing and being in a human body, you have won already. You are loved and adored and worthy of everything that you desire, just as you are in this very, very moment. And there's nothing that you need to do differently or think differently to, well, maybe think differently. Cause like, you know, I think that we don't think of ourselves as highly as we should, but, um, just the way you are is perfect. And in this moment. And so I want you to be aware of that and remind yourself of that and really just hone in on your perfection in every moment. Because like, even if it's not what our end goal is like, right? Like, oh, I'm not the movie star that I want to be right now. I am just a normal person, right? Well, Yes, you might not be that, but in this moment that you are who you are, that's exactly who you're supposed to be. That's exactly where you're supposed to be. That's exactly how you're supposed to be thinking. And you will have everything you desire. You are going to create it. You just have to love yourself through the journey and enjoy the journey. Like, like destinations are not, um, the point, right? Um, yeah, we want what we want. Yeah. We want to be in that lover's arms. Yeah. We want to have that big house. Yeah. We want to be sitting and driving our amazing Ferrari. I don't know whatever car you want, right? But you want all those things, but just because you don't have it yet, doesn't mean that the journey isn't supposed to be fun or, or full of joy or full of passion or full of grace or full of all these amazing things. And that's going to come with some things that are painful, right? Some resistance on our part, but just love yourself through that too and say, Hey, it's okay. Like this is where I'm at, but I know where I'm going and I just want to enjoy the journey. So there's that. Um, another part of self love is our self image. Now this one, I could do like a whole, a whole podcast on itself. Right. Um, and I will (laughs) because loving the vessel in which we have come in is so it's like, it changes who you are when you start to love your vessel. Like, I started back in March. I started making changes to the way I dressed. Um, and at first, it was just as simple as I wanted to feel beautiful and I wanted to feel sexy. And when I did dress the way I did, like in crop tops and tank tops that kind of showed my mid drift, um, I remember people around me, the closest people to me, started to say things like, um, they felt uncomfortable, right? Like they didn't. I don't know if they weren't ready or what it was. It's not my business to, to discover what it was for them. But the feedback that I was getting wasn't positive. It was negative. It was um, jealousy. It was um, kind of judgment, judgmental, right? Um, but I, when I looked in the mirror and I looked at my body and like when I wore the, sh- the crop tops and, and the beautiful shorts, I felt gorgeous. And that's the thing is that, our bodies are our bodies and there are artistic representation representation of our souls. So it's like a, a physical piece that we are like flowing energy into. Right. And we're creating it. It's like, we're molding that clay, making it what we want. And yeah, it has some form already when we get here to earth, but we create and we mold. And that's, it's such a beautiful expression of our soul. And so our self-image and how we view ourselves should be so sacred and so important. And we should really, really value that. That should be something that we don't take for, like, very lightly. And that we really put a lot of love and a lot of, um, just a lot of love, protection. And and I, I want people to go out there and like, I want you to look in the mirror, or even when you're walking, you don't even have to be seeing your reflection, just feeling that you're shining a specific artistic representation of yourself to the world when you're walking through public. Like you should feel good about what you've created, right? And if you don't, then, like I said, i will do a whole podcast on how we can do that together, right? Because it took me, I'm now 36 and 36 was the year when I turned 36, maybe a few months before, that's when I started feeling sexy. That's when I started really feeling beautiful. That's when I started. And like, if you look picture, look at pictures back of when I was younger, you can see like a difference in my energy, even through the pictures. Like I don't look like I feel myself like, yeah, there's some beautiful pictures of me in the past, but I don't feel like. Because I didn't look at myself in a beautiful way. And I never really truly believed that I was pretty. And and that's the thing is that we should be believing that we're beautiful. And if you don't, then we need to f- change the mind frame. Because it's, it's the self-image that you have that's broken. And it's not that you're not beautiful because you are. And the first person that should ever be um, cheer, your cheerleader and cheering you on and saying that you're gorgeous is you. Um, okay. What... Things make you thrive because that really is part of like, if you look at what makes you thrive, um, that will help dictate the areas in which you can love yourself more. So if you like, say, what makes me feel good? What makes me excited? What makes me feel passionate? What makes me like, where do I love and just feel good? Like where, like in what things, right? And don't look... On things that are really necessarily like outside of yourself yes like service can be one of them service to others but I want you guys to like dig deeper um I know for me it is all things spiritual so um I remember when I had my breast cancer when I was 27 and um, I was diagnosed that's when I found the law of attraction And I remember when I found the law of attraction, it felt like this, like every time I read something about the law of attraction, every time I uh, read a book or a quote or just learned or like I found Abraham Hicks and when I was like listening to Abraham Hicks, it was like I just filled with this joy and this passion and this, like I was resonating with everything that was like being said and everything I was seeing and it was just, it felt so amazing. And that was like my beginning journey, but like that is the sign of those things about you, right? Where do you feel that kind of joy and that like expansion and that just like endless limitation of, or not limitation, um, limitlessness. Where do you feel that limitless, ah, why can't I say that? Why? Where do you feel the limitlessness of yourself, okay? Um, so that that strong passion, that strong, good, positive feeling, where are you feeling that? That'll be your indicator. Of places you should could focus on to love yourself more. So, like if you're really into something and it's really something that's powerful for you, um put energy there because that's part of self-care. Okay, that's part of loving yourself, is giving yourself the opportunity to be you, to, to do things that make you feel good, right? Okay. Um another thing about self-love that is super duper important and that's been like a huge part of my journey is standing up for yourself, um putting healthy boundaries in relationships and having healthy relationships with people and you know honestly to tell you the truth um it starts with yourself like you know, we think that all these like people are like these horrible people that are like attacking us. Right. And, you know, to some extent they are because they're unhealthy themselves, but, and that attract like attracts like, right. But, um, the reason why they're able to be emotionally abusive and be such horrible criminals in your story of your life is because you haven't put up the healthy boundaries and you haven't set that standard to stop the abuse. So, when someone's abusive in your in your life, um, stopping that and saying, "I love myself enough to not be co- codependent with you and not to allow this type of behavior," and if you, and I love you enough, right? I'm not going to participate. Um, so if you um, can't, you know, respect this boundary that I have for myself—that is to to protect myself and to love myself—then I have to exit this relationship um, and that's really hard for a lot of people especially if you were raised like I was where I was raised in um, an, an abusive an emotionally abusive um, home where um, you know if I didn't act a specific way for someone else um, then then then, they, then the love was being was pulled away from me, and that's really common. I know a lot of people will be like, "Oh man," but I love my parents. I love my mom, and I love my dad. But um, it it's an unconscious unconscious thing that occurs that people don't realize they're doing, um, and they don't recognize. And it, usually, it's because they're abused their during their childhood, and they don't know that they're doing it. So it's just like a normal thing in their life. They don't recognize. Um, that they are um, putting these requirements on, on giving love and receiving love. Um, and so since I grew up and was surrounded with um, unhealthy relationships, then I went out into the world and surprise, surprise, I attracted and I was, and I felt cozy and I felt at home with people that um, wanted to be codependent with me. Um, and, and, Um, so it just felt normal to me. And, um, and so when people would gaslight me, when they would talk, talk down to me and say things like, oh, you're just overly sensitive. Um, uh, you know, your feelings don't matter. Um, I just thought that that was normal. I thought that, you know, I was just weird. There was something wrong with me. And it wasn't until, um, later on in my later thirties that I recognized that, Hey, you know, um I know that yes, I might be different, but everybody is different. Um and that doesn't that doesn't make um talking down to me or cutting me out of people's um lives any more okay than it would be if I was exactly like them, right? Like it doesn't make abusive behavior okay. Um, and so, so standing up for that, being your biggest advocate, being your biggest cheerleader, um, there it's really nobody else's job to do that. And like when we do that as parents for our children, right. But then even then we can't follow them through their whole lives. And really it's not anyone else's job, but yourself to take care of yourself. So that's a big, big thing. Take care of yourself. Don't allow emotional abuse. Um, and maybe that'll be another, um, part of, you know, another own segment for uh, loving yourself that I'll do on a podcast is talking about emotional abuse and how you can stop it. Um, another big thing for loving yourself. And this is, I think actually probably one of the most like rudimentary ones that I can actually think of. And this is the one that I come across with people, especially women all day long is talking kindly to yourself, being your biggest critic. So I have, um, friends, that will um, be in conversation, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, because I'm, you know, like I just said that because I'm a jerk or I'm stupid or something." And we make these comments, or "Oh, because I, um, I'm really bad at that, so I didn't, I, you know, I didn't do blah blah blah." And I have started as their friend, right? And I don't need to be their biggest advocate. It's really they should be their biggest advocate, but. I started, because I got to a healthier place for myself, is I started standing up for them in the conversation and saying, hey, please don't talk about my friend that way. And at first it kind of rubs people a little bit the wrong way because they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, don't talk about my friend um, that way. That's not true. Or my friend, friends, you know, a lot of women do this. They talk down about their looks um, and say that their body isn't as beautiful. They don't have the biggest butt or whatever. It's like, uh You're gorgeous and beauty's in the eye of the beholder and stop talking bad about my friend. Um, But you got to turn that around on yourself, right? And I have to be the same way. There's like mental chatter that happens. Um, Like I said, like doing this podcast, I got really nervous about what I look like. Um, I'm going through like this change with my hair, right? But you know what? In the end, this is just like a time period and my hair is going to change and the color is going to change and my makeup's going to change. And if I just waited till I was like the most perfect, like version of who I am, I would be like almost done on this earth. Right? So no, we just need to love ourselves the way we are. Talk kindly to ourselves, have beautiful mental chatter. And one way to combat negative negative, chatter, um, mental chatter is you can do affirmations. So if you notice that you're saying something negative or you're thinking something negative about yourself, like when you look in the mirror, um, you can have an affirmation saying, um, I am beautiful and love and light always at all times. You know, you can like erupt it with that or mirror work is really, really powerful. And I'll do a whole segment on that as well. You guys got a lot of podcasts coming out of me. Um, but there it's, um, doing, um, Mirror work is very, very powerful where you look into the mirror and you can pick out things that are beautiful about yourself or you can just simply start saying a script, you know, that maybe even someone else has created. um, But or just saying what you, like, in the present tense of what you would hope to see later, right? Like, (gasps) my body is so gorgeous look at that hourglass shape my hips are so wide I and mean, that's for me right personally <laughs> it's like everybody has a different thing the grass is greener on the other side right so whatever it is for you that you want like oh my gosh look at my hair and my skin my skin's so soft and beautiful and oh man look at the color just is like when you look at it you just don't want to look away it's just so gorgeous um one time I watched this um TikTok of this young girl doing this love yourself challenge. And it's so beautiful. I'll never forget. She started off and she, she would like in the mirror, she would be like the first day, she's like, I'm so beautiful. (laughs) She'd be like laughing. And then, but then she did it and get and like, no joke. She got so pretty. Like her outward appearance just completely changed. She was like, I literally was joking, like thinking that this wasn't going to work. She's like, and then by the end of it, I feel so beautiful. And so talking to yourself and telling yourself, The truth of the situation, which is you are freaking gorgeous. Stop. You are so gorgeous. Look at you. Everybody wants you. You're so gorgeous. That's exactly how you should be talking to yourself because you are. All right. Well, this has been so beautiful. It's filled my heart in so many ways that you guys can't even come to understand. I hope that this resonates with you in some level, but in the end, I really just hope that I can inspire you to love yourself because you are the most beautiful thing that this earth has ever seen. And I am so excited to be on this journey with you. Much love, take care, and don't forget to love yourself. I love you. Bye.